Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Dick Iuliano. Why you can expect to see a lot more police officers around area schools in the coming days. I'm Mike Marillo. An arrest is made in a murder all the way back from 1993. And a pedestrian zone kicks off in Adams Morgan today and will return a few more times this year. It's 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Lindy Kenyon in Washington. Former President Trump wants those documents seized from his Florida estate to be returned. CBS News has learned his legal team plans to file a motion soon for the appointment of an independent reviewer to evaluate the documents seized by the FBI. CBS's Adriana Diaz. Not enough rain and now too much. Here's CBS's Tom Foti. Super dry Texas and some neighboring areas could soon be coping with more rain than they can easily handle as a tropical storm warning is issued for parts of southern Texas. Somali authorities have ended an attack at an upscale hotel in the capital Mogadishu that has killed at least 20 people. This man witnessed the storming of the hotel. The ambulance, the firefighters, the police, everyone on his town trying to save what they can. It took Somali forces more than 30 hours to end the siege. The Islamic extremist group Al-Shabaab, which has ties to Al-Qaeda, has claimed responsibility for the attack. Closing arguments are scheduled for tomorrow in the federal trial of two men charged with conspiring to kidnap Michigan's governor. Defense argues that Fox and Croft were entrapped by agents and informants who fed their wild anti-government views. Prosecutors say the group wanted to trigger a national revolt and was furious over COVID-19 restrictions imposed by Governor Gretchen Whitmer during the early stages of the pandemic. The two men are on trial for a second time after a jury in April couldn't reach a unanimous verdict. CBS's Jennifer Kuyper. President Biden Biden has signed a new law that extends benefits for families of officers who have died by suicide. CBS's Scott McFarlane has more. A CBS News review found more than 750 officers have died by suicide since 2017. Families left behind risk being destitute with the loss of not only a loved one, but of an income. Bipartisan legislation to provide those families federal benefits sailed through Congress earlier this summer with a push from Aaron. This is going to help a lot of people. Aaron Smith is the widow of D.C. police officer Jeff Smith. He was one of four police officers to take his own life after the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. It's an honor long overdue for a former slave in Massachusetts. A bronze statue was being unveiled, honoring a formerly enslaved woman who went to court to win her freedom. That comes 241 years to the day that Elizabeth Freeman won her case. She chose that name. Her case set the precedent that basically ended slavery in that state. CBS's Allison Keyes. With little over a week to go before the start of school, workers at the Philadelphia School District have gone on strike. Union Representative Gabe Morton. Our members have done everything they can for these schools. They've given back in every crisis. They've worked through the pandemic. Union members seeking better wages and more safety protocols. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 6.03 on Sunday, August 21st. 71 degrees going to the low to mid-80s with storms possible later on.
Good morning, I'm John Aaron. The top local stories we're following this hour. She was caught in the crossfire, and now police are looking for the killers of a 71-year-old woman who was shot to death Thursday night. Police say they don't believe Deborah Armstrong was the intended target of the shooting between two cars at Martin Luther King Jr. Highway and Business Parkway in Lanham around 9 o'clock Thursday evening. She was the passenger in another car. Police are trying to develop suspects and motive in the shooting. A $25,000 reward is posted for information leading to the shooters. Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks says the shooting is heartbreaking and an outrage, and the shooting of the 71-year-old woman and a recent string of gun violence are unacceptable. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. There's been a break in a nearly 30-year-old cold case in the district. 39-year-old Deborah McManus of D.C. was found strangled to death 30 years ago near 4th and Trenton Streets in Southeast. Police have now arrested 58-year-old William Ransford in connection with her death. He's been charged with second-degree murder. McManus was found unresponsive in the woods in October of 1993. A shooting in Prince William County has left one person dead and another injured. It happened Friday night near Sudley Manor Drive and Williamson Boulevard in Manassas. Police say there may have been some kind of argument between three men when one pulled out a gun and fired. 25-year-old Dalton Moore died at the scene. The man who was injured is expected to survive. The shooter got away. Police have a basic description of him and say they're still trying to find him and get more information. A crash on I-95 in Virginia this week left a first responder injured and a driver facing a laundry list of charges. This happened this past week. A Stafford County fire truck with its emergency lights flashing was stopped while responding to an accident north of the Falmouth exit on northbound 95 late Thursday night. The fire truck was then rear-ended by another car, leaving a firefighter hurt. The driver of that car, 41-year-old Ricardo Rodriguez Montoya, was also hurt, as were three children in that car. Rodriguez was charged with several DUI counts as well as a count of not having the kids in proper car restraints. It is back to school this week for many Northern Virginia kids. This means as a driver, you do need to be on high alert. The roads will get busier with parents taking kids to school, and that could also lead to some long drop-off lines at your neighborhood school. Students will also be walking to school and to the bus stop, so watch out for them. And when buses get there, make sure you stop. With all this happening, you're reminded to pay close attention to the roads. Several police departments say they'll be out to ticket drivers who don't pay attention. They'll also be looking for people who pass stopped buses, which can land you a more than $200 fine. And also for pedestrians who are not following the rules and doing things like not crossing at crosswalks. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You have a few more chances to stroll through some roads that would normally be bustling with traffic starting later today. The Adams Morgan Pedestrian Zone goes into effect at noon on 18th Street Northwest between Colorama and Columbia Roads. And it'll return on select Sundays this year. Promises face painting, dance and exercise classes, and other entertainment this time around. Also in Bethesda, the taste of Bethesda is set to return. It'll be back on October 1st after skipping two years because of the pandemic. Bethesda Beat says to expect 35 to 40 restaurants to take part. Also for the first time, beer and wine will be offered at the event. An update now in the race for Montgomery County Executive. Recount results will determine if incumbent Mark Elrich or challenger David Blair will win the Democratic primary, which was held in July. Montgomery County's Board of Elections released a brief statement after yesterday's ballot counting and auditing, saying David Blair gained one vote. Blair requested a recount after primary results were certified last week. At that time, Elrich led the race by just 35 votes. The third day of recounting is set to resume this morning at 9.30. Coming up after traffic and weather, we'll hear about this weekend's streaming picks. It's 6.07.
Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. Our smart sleepers get 28 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Don't miss our weekend special where all smart beds are on sale. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed plus free delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com.